Hello, Tom here. The Berkshire Football Stories podcast has got a new sponsor. Exciting, huh? That doesn't mean that we've got new kit, though. The club secretary has made us print it over the top of last season's shirt sponsor. He reckons it'll stretch to at least another year. He mumbled something about those footballs we keep kicking over the fence, not paying for themselves. Our new sponsor? Oh, that would be MRS Digital, an award-winning digital marketing agency offering affordable social media, pay-per-click and search engine optimization to help local businesses thrive since 1999. To find out more, visit mrs.digital and tell them we sent you. Hello and welcome to a special bonus Berkshire Football Stories podcast with me, Tom Canning. Rob Davis and I will return at the start of June with more interviews with non-league and grassroots football stalwarts. Make sure you subscribe to the pod on your favourite podcast app for all the latest episodes. And of course, there are over 50 episodes to go back and listen to. In the meantime, here is a brief interview with the man who has just been unveiled as Thatcham Town's new manager, Jamie Leacock. Hey Jamie, how are you? Yeah, very well, thanks. Um, some big shoes to fill. How exciting is this? Now, do you know what? I'm, de- I'm delighted to be here. I mean, you make a good point. Danny's had a um, fantastic sort of three years um, with the success in the Vars, uh, getting them promoted and obviously a great season last year. So, yeah, no doubt, big big shoes to fill. But I think that's, that's what makes this one um, an exciting one. And, you know, if we can sustain that and push it forward, then, you know, we'll, we'll enjoy that success too. It's, it's probably a little bit early to be uh, thinking about kind of targets, what with not even knowing when the season may start. But when, what, what, what in your mind is the, is the, is the goal for Thatcham Town whenever the 2020-21 season starts? Um, I think for me, you know, I just talked about it. Um, it's sustaining kind of, you know, the success and the momentum that this club has got. Um, with the recent successes and we don't know what the league's going to look like. We don't know who we're going to be playing against, when we're going to be playing. So it's hard to make a prediction, kind of not knowing what you're going to face. But all I can say is, you know, my, my history is one that as a player, I just love to win. Um, as a coach, you know, I've had success of, of winning. So we will just go out and try to win as many games as we can. And, you know, I'm sure with the profile of this club, the reputation of this club, with the work we'll do on trying to retain and recruit, um, you know, we'll, we'll be thereabouts and we'll have fun doing it. Um, obviously, the, the press release that I was sent, um, just, just a little bit of history about yourself. Um, what, what's your experience in the game? Um, it, look, it looks like you've had quite a quite a good period in the programme. Is that right? Yeah, as, as a youngster. So, um, you know, uh, as a 16-year-old, I, I left home after my last GCSE, moved to, to London and um, uh, joined the Crystal Palace Academy uh, full, full-time, having been a schoolboy with them from the age of uh, 10 years <laughs> old. So, um, yeah, full-time football at 6, 16. Um, stayed with them for four years. Didn't quite make the break in, into the first team, but played across the youth side, the reserve team side, worked with some great people. Um, and, you know, football's always been my life since then. Um, dropped out of the uh, full-time game in, into non-league. So um, stayed up there and joined Kingstonian. Um, the year they had just dropped out of the conference. So that was a, they were a big non-league side at, at the time. Um, 
you know, had a year there and then actually came back more local, had to kind of think about a yeah. different career. I wasn't going to be a footballer. So um, as that happened, you know, I just tended to play my football in and around Berkshire. So, you know, played, played for Newbury, played for Burnham, uh, played for Thatcham in itself, played for Hungerford. Um, so, so, yeah, just lots of local football. Uh, so you've most recently you were at Northford at Northwood sorry and um you were your manager at Northwood um I believe they came in for you uh, this this season to to sort of help them out they had a bit of a bit of a poor start I know they were in the the Isthmian League same division as Bracknell Town this season um obviously that season has ended and and what was the circumstances around leaving Northwood um I think essentially uh, so you know they they had a difficult start to the season. Um, so they departed with their manager. Um, they were bottom of the league. Um, I took over the club um, in, in October, um, and and ended up leaving um, kind of end of January. So it was kind of a thirteen quick weeks. Wow. Um, when we initially went in, um, we had a good response. Um, managed to kind of you know change the atmosphere. Um, pick, picked up some good results. I think you know the, the club hadn't won a game um, uh, for eight eight games before we come. We managed to win, I think, four in our first six. Had a good start, got them off the bottom. Um, so that was the first six weeks. But unfortunately, the second six weeks we we had a difficult period uh, starting at around Christmas, where you know we went seven eight games, didn't get yeah. a win. Um, you know, so whilst we stayed off the bottom, um, the club just just felt that you know the turnaround wasn't as quick as they would have liked. And you know, whilst I may have felt that was harsh, you know, I understand the realities of football. Re- results speak, and you know they got a bit nervous on that. So I ended up leaving the club um, in January. Um, sorry, Jamie, I was just uh, going to very quickly look up where Northwood currently were. Um, so they, I mean. <laughs> You kind of they, they're still coming come the end of the season they they're actually in 18th place so I'm not sure that 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 is too, uh, fall too badly on yourself you know they they've you, you certainly put if you pulled them off the bottom and and away from the relegation then then that certainly feels like a a positive step forward what, what would you say you've learned from that because you're going in at the same level albeit with a with a team with a slightly different dynamic one with a, a, a probably I would imagine a more positive um view of how football is at the moment a bit more confidence yeah. at the club um what, what would you would you take from northward going into Thatcham um so, so yeah you know what the experience um it did allow me to take take some learnings from, from there I guess um I think that the, the biggest thing was um making decisions very quickly i think um you know when when you're going through kind of situation we we did at that club where you know they just needed results then you know whilst i would have liked some time to have a look at things and experiment you know here here and there yeah. actually i probably just needed to make some real harsh calls and some tough calls <laughs> and just be done with it and kind of worry about the principles later yeah um i think the second thing is um you know just being on the same page as, as as your board and chairman they say for a manager you know your most important relationship probably is is with your chairman and you know um the chairman at northwood is a great 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 guy to be fair and um, we got, got on very well but I guess, you know, my understanding was my remit was just to keep the club um, off the bottom of the league and in the league, which which whilst results weren't necessarily um, going as we'd have liked, we were fulfilling the remit. Um, yeah. So, you know, we clearly weren't on the same page with that. 
So, um, you know, that, that, that's something that's, you know, going to be massive to me and certainly coming here with these guys, you know, we made it very clear that, you know, our objectives need to be aligned and we all need to know where, where we're pushing the club to. Um, I also I also read um, you you worked previously with Bobby Wilkinson at Hungerford, um, and uh, sorry, and at Wheels, was it Hungerford and Wilston or just Wilston? Uh, both, yeah. So, so Hungerford, um, I was with Bobby at Hungerford for five seasons, and then yeah. um, two more at Wildstones. So, yeah. He's obviously a, a manager that's enjoyed kind of unparalleled success. Really, he's he's done that whole sort of um, championship manager thing of taking a club from kind of the bottom to the top. Yeah. It, it, what what do you take from someone like him? Um, you know, seven years with Bobby, we were very very close. You know, and, and we were very much a team. Um, you know what, what I take from Bobby is is his drive, um, his passion, and and his detail in his work. You know, um, people don't see a lot of the stuff that that you know managers have to do away from kind of the three o'clock match day. But you know, Bob Bobby's relentless. He yeah. works twenty four seven, and you know, as his assistant, you know, <laughs> I got pushed pushed very hard. But yeah. that that showed me that you know to to have have that level of success, you have to work like that. You know, and 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 he's incredibly driven and you know that that's why he achieved and that's why you know we were able to to be successful and you know I have no doubts Bobby will go on and and and, and fulfill his dream of managing in the football league no yeah. doubt um, Jamie, I just realised I've asked you a lot of questions about what you've taken from other people. I've not asked you about yourself. So, what was Jamie Leacock like as a manager? What what's, what would people go? That's what that's what that guy does. That's what he's good at. What what would you say those points for you are? I think for me, um, people management, and I think you know when you think about non-league football, where you've got guys that you know have full-time jobs um, and they come to football first and foremost, forget money, forget you know the level. They come because they they want to play the game, they love the game. Um, so for me, I think um, you know I'm, I'm a big believer in in just just helping people be better. You know whether that's on the pitch, off the pitch. You know I, I love. Um, building relationships, um, building good environments, um, you know, and just 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 giving people the opportunity to just thrive and enjoy themselves. So, you know, I'm a manager that, you know, I will make sure that I look after every individual for for the benefit of the team. But you know, certainly being close with the players and and, and helping them be better in whatever it is they want. They want. Um, just if I could just ask you about the the squad then the, the Thatcham squad going into next season. You've, there's obviously been a number of departures, and a lot of those players, you, you know, a lot of those players are kind of stepping up a couple of levels to go and play in the national league. Which, uh, you know, and I guess that's not something you can really stop a player doing. That's you know that that's that's brilliant to see, but that's obviously going to leave a number of holes and a number of significant places for you to bring in players into Thatcham. So. Um, is there any movement on in that kind of area? When when can we expect to perhaps see some some replacements coming in? I think um, you know, obviously, I got the job yesterday, but yeah. we, <laughs> we, we, we we've got ideas around um, kind of what we want to do. I think my immediate priority is, as you say, we, we've lost a few, but there you know there are still still a few that's undecided. So my immediate priority is is getting to know the, the current boys that are still on our roster, um, just getting an idea as to kind of who who, who is interested in, in re-signing and, and staying part of this squad. Because you know, the one thing I've learned about sort of last last year's team is this is a tight group of boys. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're a great set of lads. There's no egos. There's no big-time guys there. So, you know, I'd, I'd be stupid if I came in and just wanted to kind of just 
set that aside and start again. So there will be an element of trying to re retain um, some of the current group. But, you know, to move forward and to make things better, then you, you do have to add, add to that no matter what, what you add. So, um, yeah, we, we've got some ideas around, around players that we're interested in that we'll start talking to. I think the massive, the massive unknown um, versus any other season is, you know, ordinarily, if I've got this job yesterday, I'd know that pre-season was starting in yeah. four, four weeks' time. Um, you know, we're not we're not in that position um, because we don't know when we're going to come back. So, actually, that that probably gives us a bit more time um, to develop these conversations and have them and target more. And also, I think the big X factor that. I'm sure we're going to see is that the availability of players. I'm, I'm convinced is going to be going to be bigger than it's ever been, um, and you know that's right from the fallout of what's happening in the football league to yeah. you know the couple of steps above us um, with all the uncertainty. I think there's going to be you know players looking for clubs that ordinarily would have had things wrapped up. So um, I think it's, it's, that makes it exciting um, for us in, in terms of maybe some of the players we're going to have access to. Um, but yeah, we, we'll go away and as I say work on our current targets and then, then then look beyond that once we clear on a date that we're going to return and just to pick up on something you just said alluded to there a couple of times you sort of said we does that does that mean there's a team around you already or is it something you're looking to bring in yeah, so um, I'll, I'll I'll bring um, two of the management team um, that I had had with me at, at Northwood. So um, uh, my assistant uh, Yash Yash will come across um, a goalkeeping coach uh, Sean Sean Alloway, um, and then we'll be looking to add add to, add to that. So yeah, so at, at the moment, you know, um, lots of conversations with with that group um, around you know what we want to do and how we're going to push it forward. I, uh, it's interesting you mentioned Yash. Actually, I spoke to him. I interviewed him about a year ago uh, when he were, when he joined Reading City, uh, and just explained to him how uh, I every time I saw his name on the team sheet, it meant we'd lose uh, because <laughs> yeah. he, he would always be he would always be scored. I, I used to follow Bracknell quite a lot, and yeah. uh, but whenever he was on the Marlow team sheet, you just knew <laughs> we were done for. There was no there's not even any point going because you know you you weren't coming away with the three points. So I, I hope you didn't tell him that. He'd love that. Jeez. Oh no, I, I, I absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> he did tell him that and I, and I think I wrote it in the uh, in the piece I wrote as well so but he, yeah he, you're right he loved that he was very uh, <laughs> he was very pleased about that um and just just finally obviously Thatcham have built quite a quite a good fan base they've got they've, they've um had a good number of supporters coming to games uh, is there a message that you have to the fans because I, I guess there's probably a few of them sat there worrying you know they've, they've just lost their the most successful manager at the club that the club has ever had uh, and and members of of that successful team have moved on on as well. Is there a, is there a message you can give to them? Yeah, I guess what I'd say on that is, you know, um, they've had a great few years that they've enjoyed, and I'd, I'd ask them to trust the club. So, you know, the foundations off the, the committee who have been here a long time, a new chairman who's, you know, remains equally as excited and ambitious to push it forward is still here. So they can trust that the club are going to do the right thing by the club. Um, in terms of the direction now that you know the club have taken with bringing me on board, I think you know they they've shown some ambition because they've employed a young manager that you know wants to push things forward we're not coming here to stand still so you know we we will try our best to sustain and you know push forward on on what's been built here um you know 
there are, I'm sure, a number of the existing squad that we're going to retain, so they can be sure that there'll be some familiar faces, but then they'll see some new exciting ones. So I guess for them, the biggest thing for them is, you know, looking for that date that we're all allowed to come back and be yeah. together. <laughs> I think, you know, we will celebrate that first, and then, you know, they should have every confidence that, you know, this, this club has always prided itself on doing things right and looking after the club, and it will continue to do that. So we are going to be absolutely fine moving forward. Thanks for listening to our bonus Berkshire Football Stories podcast. Rob Davis and I will return at the start of June with more interviews uh, for you to get stuck into. Of course, there are f- over 50 interviews to go back and start listening to if you haven't already, but make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favourite app for all the latest episodes. That's the Berkshire Football Stories. Subscribe now. Subscribe now.